welcome back to the We Are All Aliens podcast. I wish I could remember my consciousness being in the body of an alien. <laughs> well, well, there's no reason why you might not be there now. You know what I mean? So right. you, if you can calm your thoughts, see, the first thing that we have to do is have that understanding that's possible. Because once you've understood it's possible, even if it's the biggest joke or the biggest thing to laugh about in the world, you're actually creating that reality of understanding it. I have to totally call you out because you did that whole thing after the April Fools about beliefs. And you said you have to be careful about what you believe. And I walked away thinking, and again, I think this is a language thing and I'm sure we're aligned on this. Not that we have to be, but I was like, you can believe everything because things don't exist until someone believes it to be so. It's like, that's how creation happens ideas it's it's a very interesting thing isn't it because it's something that i've come to understand probably in the last year or so is that as soon as a thought is created there's an action and a reaction to that thought and i mean i i talked to you about things like the rape man or slender man or moth man these um extraterrestrial beings that we see on different parts of our planet and until they were actually in comic books, no one recognized them. This is what I'm saying. Anytime you have an idea, its vibrational equivalent exists. I was saying to you, Dom, that I went to New York and I had an idea after having been away from Broadway for many years and I'd been back to New York that suddenly I thought, I want to go back. I want to be on Broadway again. And it already opened a portal is the best way I can say it. The next day, my friend texted me, I see you in New York splitting your time and you're looking in a dressing room mirror. But before that idea came, or let's talk about inventions. They, nothing exists until someone thinks about it. And like you said, with these comic books. So I sort of am coming from the camp of, I'm all about believing everything in a way. Okay, so it nudged you. Right, something nudged your subconscious. There was a need for you to be in that thought pattern at that particular point, and that thought pattern has consequences because because of that thought pattern, the consequences is you get on a jet plane and you go to New York. Right, it's a it's a it's like oh, a I'm, no, I'm with you on that. I I'm with you. I know exactly what happened. <laughs> I mean, that's me following inspiration, following inspiration, following inspiration, being led, being led and being led and being open and listening and being calm and in alignment and therefore being able to receive ideas and thoughts and inspirations that are leading me to wherever I'm going. <laughs> but I just mean the, the unbelievable, like you said, Mothman, right? Or just things that people made up in their minds or thought they did, then they became real. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Jim, Jim Rosenberry, who was the co-writer and founder of Star Trek. Okay. I was going to say Star Trek. Fantastic. See, we're on the same level here. I was going to say Star Trek. Go ahead. No, you're in my head. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, And that whole creation has now got into other areas and it's become the, the stuff that there was once there is now reality. You know, little Exactly. It's yeah, now because, reality. But I think the ideas come from a different thought process and they're in the ether. They're in and the that's, ether. Yes. 
Exactly. People are attract. We talked about this. They're attracting the ideas because it all already exists, right? So they're getting those ideas because it exists, or it's leading them to create the thing that exists in a vibrational reality and a different kind of reality. I'm with you. It's all the things. It's all the things. Yeah. It's actually being able to be on that frequency to pick it up. Exactly. If you're a match on that vibrational level, then you can receive ideas at that level. But yes, I was thinking of Star Trek as well. And it, it's just a cool thing when you think about beliefs. So it, it brought me back to the people levitating because I was thinking, <laughs> that is cool. why can't I believe that? Because look, you're talking about spaceships being grown organically on other planets. So why can't we reach a level of consciousness and awareness that we are just consciousness to get to a point in the future I don't know how we get there, that we are levitating. I know, but for the sake of the program, there needed to be one that wasn't actually written down, that was based on a fictional No, I know. (laughs) No, no, it was fiction. It was fiction. But but it was more about the conversation after about beliefs. And I I really, I really ruminated about it. And I was like... (laughs) anything can happen we could create anything and maybe if our consciousness got to such a high vibrational level i think was it you that said even our eating patterns are going to start to change and be more simplified because because every time people come in they're at a higher vibrational level and so require like cleaner and less food it's just fun to wonder about in again i know there's no time so just go with me on the linear of this in a thousand years that our consciousness reaches such an awareness of what we truly are, that matter actually changes. Yeah, we we change eat. on the cellular level and we can float. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's possible. Um, I don't think anything is impossible. I think everything is possible. And because I believe that everything is possible, I think it makes the, the two truths and a lie fantastic because everything's believable it is just everything is incredible everything's possible yes i just wanted to talk to you about that i'm so glad that we did because i i'm i'm excited about where we're going it's an amazing thing you mean the other thing that was really something that you know i remember was bigfoot remember i told you about bigfoot and being able to see a shadow yeah not see anything and that the the actuality was that this means that there could be cloaked species yeah. in our planet. And it would explain things like poltergeists, you know, because it wouldn't be a ghost moving stuff. It'd be this cloaked being that's throwing stuff about. So the fact that this bit of footage showed this shadow, but not the entity, because the, 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 the shadow was created by something invisible to the human eye. Right, but light couldn't pass through it. Yeah, absolutely. creating a shadow. Right. Yeah, yeah, and, and and to me, that to me is groundbreaking because I think we've lived on a planet with these invisible um, species for forever. I think they're part of our. Would you, if you had been there, would you be able to see the vibration of the being and then I, confirm? I, I looked at the footage. I've looked at it several times. And I can't see an energy signature. It's invisible. There's an agony. Yeah. yeah. 
absolutely. But I can see things that change shape, like shapeshifters. So I can see a robin, as I said to you before, that's not a robin. And I can see a horse that's not a horse and you know, stuff like that. But this is different. Yeah. And it's something that is now evidential. It's showing it because something's blocking that light. Something's blocking that light, right? There's something there. But we can't see it. It's naked to even your eyes. I can't see it. I've looked at it. I I wasn't there on location when they filmed it. I wish I was. I wish you were too, because I know, I know. I feel like had you been there in person. Yeah, but it's still remarkable to see it. And it changes our perception of how we see life. Because, you know, if you heard the story of the green man in the woods, um, um, ancient um, legend talks about a green man that walks through the woods and basically it's an it's a invisible man that you can sense but you can't see and they talk about you know 15th century and it's become a big legend in England and in pagans right where they think there's a green man walking through the woods because everything's green and this man must be green because he can't see him so the green man is an amazing phenomenon and it would tell me that this has been going on for time immemorial that we've been sharing our planet with invisible creatures probably everywhere we wouldn't know they could be anywhere absolutely and that that thought sort of you know there's not Things that blow your mind that often, are they? I know. But- and I'm thinking about why. Let's imagine that cloaked beings are among us everywhere in invisible invisible cloaks. Yeah. It would make sense that people would perceive that in the woods because, you, you know, like you said, you see a shadow crunching. There's there's ways to perceive it where you're not going to perceive it in an airport. You're not no. going to perceive it. If something's invisible exactly. outside your house, you're not going to perceive that either. So it's interesting. I was, by the way, at the airport and I was thinking about you and I was looking around like, oh my God, I'm at the airport in Los Angeles. Oh God, who's here? Come somebody, let me know you're here. I know. There's an alien, raise your hand. (laughs) That's incredible. I love that. I I did think that. I said, if if there's- I'm going for an airport on the weekend. So I'm I'm really looking forward to traveling. Do that. Say, if there's anyone here, raise your hand. (laughs) I'll say, scratch your nose. Yeah, just my thoughts. Yeah, just, just your thoughts. Yeah, if you're here. Yeah. But there's another story about invisible because in yeah. Alaska, there's a guy in a in a hut in the middle of Alaska. You know, Alaska's really wild, and yeah, and all he could hear outside was footsteps. You know, like the crunching of the snow. Right. That's his footsteps. Right. Yeah. And he goes out to see if he can see anything, and he can't see anything. But what he sees in the snow are these footprints appearing in the snow so he can't see what's making the footprints but he can see the footprints okay where is the story coming from have we verified this story is there absolutely it's a guy in alaska um he was in uh he was hunting in alaska and they have hunting cabins in the in the area and they go and um, pitch up and they stay there when they wait for the the elk and the deer and everything to come through and then they they kill him for me and yeah all that stuff yeah that's that's not very nice but but he's in this hunting cabin right and he described it to me as he was sat there with his burner and he's got his little torch on right so he can see and he's actually getting ready to go to bed and it's blooming cold and you know how the frost goes over the snow and it makes it crunch yeah 
course. I'm okay. from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know what it's like with crunchy snow. All right. And he sits in this wood cabin and he can hear something outside. So he picks up his gun, right? He thinks it's a bear because, you know, there's bears everywhere in, in Alaska. So he thinks, I'm going to scare this bear off. And if I fire a couple of shots over its head, it might leave me alone because it's obviously smelt food. So he goes outside and he shines his torch. And as he shines his torch onto the ground, right, all he sees and hears, he hears the footprint, he hears the footprints crunching through the snow and he sees the footprints, but he doesn't see what's making the footprints. I mean, that is insane. And then every part of me goes, Oh my God, what would have happened if he just rammed into where the footprints were being created? Like, would there have been a collision? Would there have been, would he have fallen right no. through? If he, if he got scared and fired, would he have actually got Shot some something? Sort of, yeah, absolutely. What would have happened? But he did because, nothing. No, he's petrified. Absolutely. Because it's not normal to see footprints just appearing, is it? I have the chills. I have the chills. I have the chills. Like, just thinking about, we say, hello. <laughs> <laughs> are you invisible for some reason yeah he it's more realistic that he would have shot fire like bullets but for some reason i was picturing him just like running ramming into this that's crazy and listen people listening are going to be like well he was like you know hallucinating <laughs> or dreaming but but when you talk to him and he tells the story i don't know like well, how do you verify well, I see the colors coming from a person. Yeah, but he believes it. But he believes it. Oh, yeah. He, he certainly believed it. And he was certainly fearful of that situation because he couldn't explain it. He had no... See, the people in Alaska are very down-to-earth people. They're very rational. They're very, um, they're very hardened people. They know what it is to live an existence that is tough. Yeah. Not much scares them. Believe me, I mean, they, they don't get scared that easily. And this guy was petrified. He thought he was actually going to be attacked by this thing that he couldn't see. Oh, God. So that's always our knee jerk reaction. Whenever something's unknown, it's always evil and bad and going to attack us. We're afraid. I mean, look, that's survival, right? That's our survival mechanism and it serves its purpose. Um, otherwise, you'd be walking up to bears and hugging them, <laughs> um, which you could probably I don't recommend do. that. Yeah, no, right. no, don't hug a bear. No. Don't hug a bear. If you see a bear, don't hug the bear unless you're with a professional. That's crazy. We need this stuff to happen to you because I need you to be able to see. Well, maybe we can get a, a, a TV program where we can go and investigate this stuff. One million years from now We'll know we let the world up Just like that